0: Welcome to another episode, episode four of Hit Record, and this week dropping in on another solo cast to discuss a little bit about karma, personal karma, ancestral karma, all the things karma, Um, and how there's an opportunity to be, an opportunity to be liberated from that karma. Stick around. We got some more guests coming uh, in the next couple of weeks. I hope to make those more solid and and continuous for you. But thank you for uh, for listening to another week of Solo Casts, and I love you all. Enjoy. i in here. I believe this is week four. The resistance is real, people. But you know what I said and therefore must do is drop another podcast for you. you, you, you. Okay, but for real, um, I got some cool things I'm thinking about and working on for this podcast. A couple people to interview in the upcoming weeks. So thanks for your patience and sticking with me on these solo casts as i keep up with these to simply get the reps in get comfortable with my voice and this whole process of podcasting um so thank you and i got some cool things going some exciting new guests that i won't formally announce yet but uh things are in the pike and there's some exciting conversations coming so please for those who are interested continue to tune in on a weekly basis and this week I'm going to drop in. It is Monday. Um, so, didn't get a podcast recorded yesterday, but we're sticking with the weekly. Um, and uh, so, here we are. And wanted to drop in on a solo cast here to talk a little bit about. Well, yesterday, Church Project Pastor was touching on uh, the brokenness of, of the world and talking about how the world is tilted in sin and brokenness and all of these places of sin and brokenness are opportunities. Every situation is situated to show the glory of God. Uh, this world is broken, God is perfect, which is why a relationship with God and hope for um, time and salvation and eternity with him is so important for this life now, in contrast to um, what what many people subscribe to. And and I didn't always, I, I touched on, at one point during my spiritual journey, I bought in a little bit to the reincarnation story and therefore the karma. um, I I bought into the karma story more so than the reincarnation, thinking uh, more or less you reap what you sow. Whatever you put into the universe is what you get back. Um, And I really bought into that. And it's such a terrifying place to be um, because through that lens, I'm forced to look at uh, a child who 's uh, been through terrible, terrible, unspeakable things and now in an orphanage and uh, unable to speak or walk or physically or mentally or emotionally handicapped or whatever things, and, and according to that worldview of karma, I have to place the blame on that child. Uh, I have to place base, I have to place the blame on that child for what they did in this life or a previous life or what their parents did or ancestors did in previous lives. Um, and I, I really, really look back on this, uh, with uh, disdain is not the right word. I, I, it's, it's such a burdensome and, uh, what I perceive now to be wrong way of viewing the world, uh, of viewing our circumstances, of, of viewing the brokenness that we see in the world, attributing that to the individual or the family lineage, the bloodline, ancestral karma is this thing that's tossed around a lot. And man, to think that because my grandpa did dot, dot, dot that the next generation child is going to be born nonverbal or, or is going to have drug addiction issues. And it's all because of the karma or the actions of, of the child, him or herself or the ancestors, the parents, whatever. Uh, And gosh, that's, that's such a massive, heavy burden and an impossible task for, for us as people, because we are broken. The world is tilted. We are sinners and we are going to constantly come up short, but by the grace of God, we can withstand and find a path to minimize this damage and this sin throughout this life and find ways to do good and go to the broken places to lift up and find union in God in this life. So that beyond this, we are taken care of rather than the impossible thought for me is that our life is on repeat, that we come back as cows and bugs and humans who have yet to learn certain lessons, or maybe this is their first incarnation or their thousands in the incarnation. That story makes for a confusing and impossible future. It's confusing, it's impossible. There's nothing to hold on to with that. Other than, quote unquote, getting getting comfortable with the uncertainty, which which I touched on uh, in a recent recent post, and embracing the great mystery, what have you? It's 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 a place of stuckness. It's a place of confusion, and it's said again and again in the Bible that our God is not a God of confusion. He is a God of compassion, of love, of certainty, of understanding. And in a broken world that's tilted and riddled with sin, this is the energy, this is the God that we are made to connect with, to help make sense of and make it through this life so that we can have something more lasting and eternal beyond this life. Um, But I'm so grateful to be freed from the idea that we come back after this life again and again and again in this perpetual cycle of spin and sin. Ah, you, you are responsible. If you didn't learn your lessons, you will have to suffer again and again and again until you learn these worldly lessons or these spiritual lessons, whatever it might be. This is, there's freedom. In this path that I've discovered now that that has been shown to me by the grace of God, that this burden is no longer mine to carry. The battle is given up to God and the least I could do for a king that has the ability to take that away from me, to to take the burden away from me. The least I could do is say hallelujah. The least I could do. And that's all I can do. All I can do in this life is give the glory up to God, take care of the people around me as best I can take care of my body that God gifted me with as best I can, my future children as best I can and glorify the name of God so that others might also be freed from this impossible burden to bear, to, to bear. I don't see anybody that operates under this worldview that is living in a way where I see liberation on the front or on the horizon. It's a burdensome, tiresome confusing path that again and again will present people with the opportunity to justify behavior that through God they could overcome that they could justify addictions behaviors tendencies patterns they can justify it in this life again and again because it's their karma when if they handed it up to God and establish a relationship with God they could be freed from it God does not punish you based on your deeds, on your deeds or your ancestors' deeds or your parents. God, our God is a loving God and does not punish on those terms. He does not operate in that currency of shame, of guilt, of making you pay for what you have or have not done. This is arguably the most liberating, the most important piece of this journey for me thus far. I don't have to continue to pay for the sins of myself and others. Things that I was not a part of. The ancestral karma, the debt that I'm paying. There might be patterns that are passed on through learned behaviors that might equate in things like anxiety and depression, depressive thoughts or addiction. Those are learned behaviors from other humans. They are not ancestrally inherited things to make you pay for what you have done. When Jesus died, he liberated us from that past. It, he liberated us from the need to continue to pay these dues and make sacrifices, human sacrifices, animal sacrifices, whatever it might be. The, the need to continually pay for what others have done or what you have done to be punished In the eyes of God. To be punished by God himself. That's not how our God operates. That's the old world. That's what Jesus came to liberate us from. And I don't know about y'all, but that feels good. And that deserves a very gentle or a loud and boisterous and celebratory hallelujah. Because I'm free from the idea of karma. I'm free from the idea of ancestral karma or ancestral debt. Or paying for the sins of others. Somebody did that for me once and for all. This burden of life, the cross that we all have to individually carry, whatever that might be, the thorns in our side, all of that is already enough. It's already difficult enough. And I'm so grateful that that, that that is my burden and my burden is no longer the impossible burden of karma, of paying again and again for something that's not my responsibility to pay. Um, I'd also like to read a excerpt from ephesians that a friend shout out Colin uh shared with me um you know there's things i've talked about on previous podcasts where people try and play the big bro or big sis role on me and flex a little bit of their spiritual gravitas they're 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 a bit of a heavyweight so they got something to share with me you know i'll i'll get to this point, once I realized that all religions lead to the same XYZ, oneness and unity is what we should be focusing on. I respect where they're at. I tolerate and respect where they're at, but that's not where I'm at. And don't get these words twisted by any means. My words are firm in my position, not meaning that everybody needs to take my position. I pray for that because I feel that convicted in it. But make no mistake on what I'm saying here. What I'm saying is that this path is abundantly clear for me now. That Jesus is who he says he is. And that in this world, in this universe, there are forces that are dark, that are evil, that have an appetite for chaos and an appetite for destruction. And the counterbalance to that appetite for destruction is the appetite for righteousness, which is what the path of following Christ and being aligned with God, our heavenly father offers us in this life so that we do have refuge. So that we do have somewhere to take a break and feel safe. There are real forces in the universe opposing our success our love, our divine union with God. There are forces working to take that directly away from us. And they're very real. And I've felt them. I've been attacked by them. And the only thing that's found, the only thing that's been able to, to protect me has been this has been to say the name of Christ, say the name of Jesus So I'm going to continue to share about that again and again, because it's the most uh, recent and relevant part of this story for me. It's what made me convicted. Um, So this Ephesians chapter six, verses 10 through 20, the armor of God, finally be strong in the Lord and his mighty power. Put on the full armor of God. Stand firm, then, with the belt of truth buckled around your waist, with the, with the breastplate of righteousness in place, and with your feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. In addition to all this, take up the shield of faith, with which you can extinguish all of the flaming arrows of the evil one. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of spirit, which is the word of God and pray in the spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests with this in mind, be alert and always keep on praying for the Lord's people. Pray also for me that whenever I speak words may be given to me so that I will fearlessly make known the mystery of the gospel for which I am an ambassador in chains, Pray that I may declare it furiously, fearlessly, as I should. So, stay vigilant, fam. Stay on course. I love each and every one of you. And I love that even three, five, six, ten of you take time out of your week to drop in with me. I love the feedback. I love the ongoing conversations. And for the people that I'm calling out gently through these words... I'm just making myself and my position and my faith known to not be diminished or circulated in different ways. I'm open to conversation. Absolutely. But my faith is not something that's uh, up for debate or um, something that is flexible. My faith is certain that much is certain. I love each and every one of you. Thank you again for your patience as I continue with these solo casts to tee up a couple bigger guests that are going to have some really beautiful, compelling, awesome, enlightening things to bring to the table. Um, Video content, more of that, all coming soon. So, ah.